Everyone knows that within the first 12 months of operating as a property carrier within interstate commerce or 120 days as a passenger carrier, each carrier must undergo a new entrant safety audit. Oh, you didn't know that? Well, then you must be asking yourself, is it a big deal? Let's get in the loop with Luke and find out. Welcome back to the last video in our new venture startup roadmap series. That's a mouthful. If you are watching this seventh installment right now, great. Give us a like and let us know in the comments what you think. But if you missed the other videos, then who cares about the YouTube algorithm? Stop watching this video and watch this series from the beginning. The playlist is linked above and you can choose which video you want to watch. Okay, back to this video. Congrats on sticking with us during the roadmap series. Before we break this down into a way too long of a video, since you know that I like to talk, let's get this out of the way. These new venture audits are designed to help carriers understand the requirements they must follow to operate within compliance of the FMCSA. This means the audit is a teaching moment or a learning opportunity. So relax, the auditors are there to help. But with any audit, there is a flip side. If the carrier does not have adequate proper safety controls in place, it is a pass-fail audit. So let's go over what this audit entails and make sure you're in compliance. Remember when we said that there are daily, monthly, and annual compliance requirements? This is the time they will make sure you are following the rules. To ensure compliance with applicable federal motor carrier safety regulations, hazardous material regulations, and related record-keeping requirements, motor carriers must undergo a safety audit within the first 12 months of their operations to complete the new entrant program. For insurance, this is the first chance for a company to garner safety history that will later be accounted for during the next insurance renewal. As a carrier, the earlier you can build the safe driving history, the better underwriters will measure the risk when they insure your new business. If the safety history is bad due to not complying with federal regulations found in this audit, insurance rates will stay high. As a new entrant into trucking or other industry, it is required to follow all DOT regulations, transportation, construction, manufacturing, whatever, and the DOT will want to see some established records and processes. The new entrant safety audit is required for any company with a DOT number that is involved in the transportation of property or passengers in interstate commerce, with a vehicle of gross vehicle weight rating or gross combination weight rating of more than 10,000 pounds and subject to federal motor carrier safety regulations. Companies operating solely in intrastate, within a state, commerce are subject to applicable state regulations regarding commercial motor vehicles. So what does this audit look like? A safety audit involves the seven behavioral analysis and safety improvement categories, or basics, to determine the new carrier's compliance with the safety regulations and assist in establishing a sound safety program. This audit could be in person or done off-site, where the carrier will upload required documentation directly to the FMCSA's website for them to review. Auditors may request documents related to drivers, vehicles, and general operating procedures and record-keeping requirements. A lack of basic safety management controls or failure to comply with any one of the following 16 regulations will result in a notice to a new entrant that the USDOT new entrant registration will be revoked. These 16 are failing to implement an alcohol or controlled substance testing program, 
using a driver known to have an alcohol content of 0.04 or greater to perform a safety sensitive function, like driving, using a driver who has refused to submit to an alcohol or controlled substance test required under part 382, using a driver known to have tested positive for a controlled substance, as you can see a lot of these are drug related, failing to implement a testing program for alcohol and or random controlled substances, knowingly using a driver who does not possess a valid CDL, knowingly, allowingly, requiring, permitting, or authorizing an employee to operate a commercial motor vehicle with a commercial learner's permit, or commercial driver's license, which is disqualified by a state, has lost the right to operate a CMV in a state, or who is disqualified to operate a commercial motor vehicle. Knowingly, allowingly, requiringly permitting or authorizing someone to drive who is disqualified from driving a commercial motor vehicle. Operating a motor vehicle without having, in effect, the required minimum levels of financial responsibility coverage. Similarly, operating a, a passenger carrying vehicle without having, in effect, the required minimum levels of financial responsibility. Knowingly using a disqualified driver. Knowingly using a physically unqualified driver. Failing to require a driver to make a record of duty status. That's your daily logs. Requiring or permitting the operation of a commercial motor vehicle declared out of service before repairs are made. Failing to correct out of service defects listed by driver in a driver vehicle inspection report before the vehicle is operated again. And lastly, using a commercial motor vehicle not periodically inspected. So what happens after the new venture audit? Once the new entrant safety audit is complete, the auditor will review the findings with the carrier. Within 45 days, the carrier will receive written notification from FMCSA confirming that they have passed or failed. If they pass the audit, the carrier's safety performance will continue to be closely monitored for the remainder of the 18 months new entrant period. If no subsequent safety problems are found, the carrier will be granted permanent operating authority and continue to be monitored under CSA. Offsite FMCSA safety audits are on the rise. So what does an offsite audit look like? Well, during an offsite review, a safety auditor conducts the audit remotely, accessing a carrier's safety performance and safety management practices by requesting specific documents from the carrier. The investigator will mention that they are required to upload information such as accident reports, driver lists, equipment lists, MC90 forms, and other records. Carriers may also be required to fill out a questionnaire with basic details such as revenue and mileage data, insurance information, address, and other operating information. And these types of audits are only on the rise. In 2018, the FMCSA said offsite audits will be restricted to less serious carrier problems and would not be allowed in the case of maintenance basics violations. However, FMCSA changed its tone during the COVID-19 pandemic and immediately expanded the use of remote motor carrier safety compliance reviews. In 2020, the FMCSA and state enforcement may have conducted over 50% of all compliance reviews remotely, where just 10% were conducted in 2019 and 2% in 2018. 
Although the regulatory definitions of compliance reviews describes the reviews as on-site, FMCSA said the influx of electronic record keeping and other technology allows the agency to perform the same investigative functions remotely. FMCSA's off-site audits generally take two weeks or less, and the investigator will complete the process by phone. Now, how do you schedule the FMCSA's new entrant audit? It's simple. The investigator will contact you by phone or email to schedule the audit. Generally, they will try to contact the company by phone first, and if they are unable to get a hold of you, they will email you. According to Harry Sanders, retired from the FMCSA, the letters FMCSA sent out would be confusing and sometimes a carrier would operate after their revocation date. That would subject them to more headaches in the form of fines and possibly out of service issues. If an auditor has attempted to contact you, do not put off getting back to them. The FMCSA has processes in place that they will follow and if you do not get back to them, they will mail a notice letter or demand letter of detailed instructions of what they're requesting and the timeline in which you should respond. If you ignore this request, the company can face monetary fines around $1,000 for the first 10 days and up to $10,000 or suspension of your authority to operate. The audit should be scheduled in two or three weeks so the carrier can prepare for the audit. Now, a serious question. What happens if violations are found during an FMCSA's new entrant audit? If the carrier fails the safety audit, the FMCSA will provide the carrier written documentation detailing the violations that caused the carrier to fail and the requirements for developing a corrective action plan or CAP plan. And yes, I know the P stands for plan, so I just said corrective action plan plan, but whatever. The CAP must explain the actions the carrier will take to address the violations identified. CAPs must be submitted to the FMCSA service center within the number of days specified on the failure notification. Failure to either submit a cap or implement the corrective actions will result in loss of FMCSA registration. But you can get help during this process. CNS is very well versed in safety and compliance laws and our experienced representatives know what information is crucial and imperative to accomplish a safety rating increase. We work directly with the client or implementing and training staff to meet the requirements necessary. These corrective action plans are complicated and take a lot of work to complete. Do you have a good safety rating but are still worried you may not pass an audit? Learn how CNS can help you prepare for the audit by clicking the link in the bio below. So finally, the big question, how do you pass this DOT audit? There are eight best practices every carrier should prioritize. Maintain good record keeping procedures by keeping all documentation current and accurate. Good company policies by focusing on hiring, work, and discipline. Proof of consistent hours of service by monitoring, auditing, and corrective actions for logbook violations. Maintain good vehicle maintenance records with DVIR, annual inspections, and preventative maintenance. Do not wait until the last minute to get files ready. Establish a voluntary corrective safety plan and file it with the FMCSA to address any underlying issues that have or could potentially lead to safety issues and improve its performance. And conduct mock DOT audits with third-party experts to go through the audit process and identify issues that need correcting. And lastly, act quickly to fix any problems discovered by paying special attention to high-risk issues. If you need help, 
One of our new entrant audit specialists will be assigned to you immediately and they will reach out to you, the DOT auditor, letting them know that CNS is representing your company during the audit. It is extremely important to contact us as soon as you find out about the new entrant audit. So our dedicated audit specialist can take over communication and correspondence with the DOT auditor and get access to information such as driver and vehicle lists, PIN numbers, account lo logins, and more. We will also educate you and ensure that you have the process set up to not only pass the audit, but for future success as a commercial motor carrier. Well, there you have it. You started your trucking company, got all the licenses, permits, and insurance you need. You learned the basics of how to find loads and you successfully passed your new venture audit. Thank you for joining me on this startup series. If you have questions or want to offer video content suggestions, let us know in the comments below. Now, get out there, manage your business well, and as always, stay safe out there.